Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is a Streaming Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. Welcome to another episode of We Be Geeks. Tonight we have the Warriors 3 again with myself, Brett, Mike, and Derek. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm confused. <laughs> I, I'm doing just fine. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel okay. I, there's a you sound a little off. <laughs> oh, get everybody on this. Yeah. Oh wait. The format. <laughs> well, we were supposed to have a guest tonight, and it was Brett's guest. <laughs> I'll take the hit. So usually, whoever you'll know who who brought the guest onto the show by. Who does the intro? A great giveaway. All our secrets, why don't you? <laughs> Very transparent with it. <laughs> so we have no clue why. Nope. But, but uh, we definitely follow up with the, the guests. Yes. Hopefully we'll, we'll get the guests back on. At a later date. Yep. Well, it's... Uh, I guess we'll start the show off with uh, some scary news. Yeah. Uh, nobody so far. Um, Kevin Smith had a pretty massive heart attack the other day. 100% blockage and uh, artery, and I guess his condition is usually called the Widowmaker. Yeah. Just the fact that he's, he's alive is great news. How scary, and, how scary is that to hear? Right. And, and he's only 47. Same age mm. as me. Yeah. Yep. That is scary. Uh, well, you know. Because I'm the old man on the show. Yes. But he did um, post an update on his Twitter account and along with the selfie. He appeared to look uh, in good spirits and thank fans for the outpouring of support during his time in the hospital. And he also mentions he's now a vegetarian. Oh, and the health scare. <laughs> He's, he quoted a quote as saying, home again, home again, jiggity jig, home is where the heart is, and the heart is feeling good. It's actually getting blood flow and oxygen than it has for a long time, so I'm alert, to say the least. <laughs> Thank you for the words from Vegetarian Kev, day two, he wrote. <laughs> Intriguing. I just think it needs to take a take it easy. Yeah. Uh, so it's a Flash and Supergirl. He's got a podcast. He's got a well, the, po- the a lot of the a lot of his podcasting he usually does out of the home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, sort of like us. He doesn't have, but I think he has a studio available to him if he wanted it. Mm-hmm. He might. He might have built one in his house. This is true yeah. too. And you I thought be surprised. And you think we're bad with. Background noise. Kevin Smith's <laughs> shows. I mean, I've listened to some, and you hear his dogs barking in the background. He doesn't oh, cut yeah. them out. I mean, I've heard um, 
lawnmowers going in in the background with him. Same with Will, with Will Wheaton. And they don't cut them out. So uh, you know what? Some some of these podcasters were, oh my god, I got cut out everything, and I can't record because it's too noisy. It's part of natural. It's part of the natural sound, natural vibe. That's the beauty of podcasting. This ain't radio. Oh, well, radio's just as bad with the ums, uhs, and no one complains there. Yeah, they're uh, live. <laughs> I can take it out. Yeah. Uh, this ain't radio with your fancy studios and your fancy editing. <laughs> but when, all that jazz. But when people when people drop their their radio shows as a podcast, it, it's all still there. The only thing cut is either music or commercials. Mm-hmm. So, um, before I get to my story, oh, go ahead. We wish, I said we wish him well and yeah, we do. Speedy uh, recovery. Yeah. Did you guys uh, see the last episode of Comic Book Men? I have not. No. Yes, I was trying to remember if when I fell they, asleep through it or not. <laughs> when they had the guys that did the uh, the the documentary, well, not really documentary, but the movie about the making of Clerks and stuff. Well, yeah, in many ways, it was a documentary. Uh, sh- it, it, I guess, yeah, like a reenactment. Yeah, with uh, it was what shooting Clerks. Yeah, I kind of would like to see that. I would mm-hmm. too. Um. Before we get to my story, I just want to say, let's take care of some business stuff real quick. Hit us up at WeebyGeeks.net. You can leave us a voicemail on our SpeakPipe, which if you have a webcam, chances are you have a microphone for it. Most computers do this day. Just click on the SpeakPipe. It'll tell you, it directs you on how to leave a message. Do that. We might even play it on the show. If If you don't want us to. Just let us know, hey, I don't want this to air, but um, hit us up at WeebyGeeks at WeebyGeeks.net with any topics that you might want to hear us talk about, or if you have any questions for us direct, check out our affiliates, Superhero Stuff, Ripped Apparel, Loot Crate, TV, TV Store Online, and our latest, Fan Chest. Um, all of these, if you buy from them... It helps support us at no additional cost to you. Also, too, check out our T Public store, which is cross-branded amongst the three podcasts that I run. Um, so you could get your Porg It's What's for Dinner t-shirt. <laughs> or the Weeby Geeks or Mighty Marvel Geeks that looks like Star-Lord's t-shirt. Which I think both of them turned out great. Actually, this is the one time I think Weeby Geeks turned out better than... Mighty Marvel Geeks on that design. <laughs> um, the So check those out. Um, of course, that's where you go and listen to the show if you're having problems with whatever podca- podcatcher you're listening to. So, um, Rocketeer is getting a reboot in the animated form. Now, here, here's my concern with this. Disney Jr., the network and then they also like during the summers become the the primary morning programming on the Disney channel um and this is 
they bring you shows like Little Einsteins. Uh, shoot, I can't even remember some of the other shows they have. But you know, the younger kitty shows. Um, so Disney Junior has announced the production on an all-new animated series inspired by David Stevens' comics and the and the film from 1991 of the same name, The Rocketeer. Now, this is going to be aimed at kids aged two to seven and their young at heart relatives. Uh, so, yeah. So, are they going to make him like a teenager or something? It's a young girl. Mm. Rocketeer will follow Kit, a young girl who receives a s- surprise package on her birthday, revealing she's next in line to become the Rocketeer, the, a legendary superhero who has the ability to fly with the help of a rocket powered jetpack. She will be joined in her new mission with her gadget-minded best friend, Tesh, an airplane, and airplane mechanic, Ambrose. Uh, this news was brought to us by Joe D'Ambrosia, Senior Vice President of Original Programming at Disney Junior, who, who said, We are excited to introduce the Rocketeer to our young Disney Junior audience. The vast storytelling found in the original comic books provides the perfect opportunity to create an exciting new adventure series told from a young girl superhero perspective that the whole family can enjoy together. Uh, the show will be structured to include two 11-minute stories and include an original song per episode. Uh, uh, Nicole Dubik, Transformers Rescue Bots, will serve as... Executive mm-hmm. producer on the series. <laughs> well, we know where Derek feels about the Transformers rescue bots. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <clears throat> we know you still watch it. How many <laughs> how many episodes do you have on your DVR? Actually, I've never actually watched it. Okay, I think I've watched it three times. <laughs> I've seen the ads, and that was enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, this variation of the Rocketeer is separate from the feature film sequel that was rumored to have been in development back in 2016, which I think we mentioned that, hey, they're bringing it back. Uh, That version called the Rocketeers would have also focused on a female protagonist, an African-American pilot who takes on the mantle of the Rocketeer six years after the original movie's protagonist, Cliff Secord, mysteriously disappears. Dun, dun, Mm -hmm. dun. Um, this new, the new Rocketeer series on Disney Junior will hit in 2019. Yeah, that'll be a hard pass. Nissen Cup Noodles. It looks like I forgot to turn mine off, too. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I get for thinking it was off. Half second uh, plug. (laughs) Lipton Cup Noodles. What's for dinner? Hey, this is the Kevin Kevin Smith version. It's a very veggie. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I'm hungry. So that's that. What are your all's thoughts or fears? <sighs> well, it seems like it's going to be uh, a little below my uh, age range. <laughs> I think. Hey. I'm not going to be the uh, target uh, demographic there. Yeah. I'll be, I mean, I'm going to look forward to it. (laughs) 
Good, you can take the hit on that one. I probably, most likely, I will. But at oh, the you way, thought I might like it. Well, with the way they're targeting this, this can be outside of her price range as well, or price range, age range as well. Being <laughs> with her being eight, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm just fearful of that they're almost dumbing it down too much. Yeah. I mean, the, the original, the, the original wasn't as, I mean, it was a get more, yeah, it was a young ages book, but it was not a all ages book. I don't know. I mean, who, who released Rocketeer as a comic? I didn't even know it was a comic. Uh, I remember. I know. I I knew it was a comic before the movie. It was published by Pacific Comics. First appeared in ninety in eighty two, and is an homage or homage to the Saturday matinee serial her- heroes from the thirties through the fifties. Publishers have been Pacific, started off with Pacific, went to Eclipse, went to Comico, went to Dark Horse, and is now on uh, IDW. Wow. <laughs> and I have yet to read any of these. I, I think I've read some of the Pacific ones, but I didn't do anything. I have the Dark Horse ones on my digital, but I don't think I've read any of the IDW ones. I'm guessing the Dark Horse and, of course, the IDW are after the movie. Yeah. Way after. I'm not sure when. But yes, it's past. Um, to me, like I said, I'm just, I'm, I'm concerned that they're going to dumb it down too much. Yeah. Especially being geared that young. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. That is unfortunate. It tis, it tis. But here's something that's not unfortunate, and that would be your story. Well, you're worried about the Rocketeer being dumbed down and geared towards too young of an audience. So how about something that might be geared towards a not-quite-so-young audience? And that would be uh, a an animated series based on the DC character Constantine. Um, if some of you may remember, Constantine had his own show for a while starring Matt Ryan, and he's been making some appearances in the um, Arrowverse with, uh, on Arrow and most recently on Legends of Tomorrow. So Glad now... Hmm? Get what? The, the voice every time that he's on the animated stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so now he's going to have his own animated series on the CW Seed Um, and of course it is going to be played still by Matt Ryan who I think uh, is now just permanently always and forever Constantine (laughs) but he seems okay with that so Um, so the series is going to debut March 24th on the CW Seed um and it, there's also going to be a panel at WonderCon that same day uh, in Anaheim, California. Uh, that's going to feature Matt Ryan and writer J.M.D. Mateus. 
uh, and Blue Ribbon Content and Warner Brothers Animation Executor, Executive Peter Girardi. Uh, the animated series is going to continue right where the uh, NBC show left off. Oh, in 2015 now. It's been that long. Huh. Uh, and it's, it's also going to officially be a part of the Arrowverse. Um, and then also, I say you'll be covering that, so I won't, I won't mention that part. Um, so yeah, so the animated series is going to start March 24th, just a month away. Actually, yeah, tomorrow's March, so. Is the CWC a paid service or not? Yeah, no, it's, it's a free app. All right. Yeah. That's right. I saw this come across, uh. My Facebook, and we'll bring it up over on Wookie Radio. I'm just going to give the ha- headline: Jackson the Green Rabbit is now part of official Star Wars canon. No, I saw that earlier. Yeah, <laughs> welcome back. So uh, that was uh, some news on the Constantine animated front, but I believe Brett, you have something on the live action front. Why? Yes, I do. Well, uh, Ryan is busy on the animated world he's also going to be appearing on the finale on March 15th for Legends of Tomorrow and then he's also going to be on the uh, show's third season finale So very cool very cool he's got a lot of work cut out for him yeah well like I said I would like to see him become a permanent part of the Legends of Tomorrow yeah so Mm -hmm. Maybe that can happen after this. Now, that would I, be awesome. I was hearing rumors, too. Firestorm is coming back for the finale as well. Oh, hmm. interesting. Very interesting. Uh, unless two episodes behind us, Kid Flash showed up yet or not? Yes. Yes, okay. Yeah, and actually it was uh, it was fun oh, good. seeing him, uh, seeing him come, come into the episode. Now, what... Good. What's this with Iris? Uh, I don't know. I didn't really. I think it's upcoming. I saw the headline and I didn't really look into it because I didn't want to spoil anything. But they're like giving everybody on the show powers. I mean, uh, uh, (laughs) Joe say has mind powers and. (laughs) Oh yeah, but I guess supposedly they're uh, only temporary. Mm Hmm. Yeah, I think because she's pregnant right now, so maybe when she has the baby, she will lose the powers as well. Yeah, I think that's what they were yeah. saying uh, was causing it. Because mm. I don't see her becoming another hero. And I see uh, in a related article, <clears throat> uh, The Flash of Jesse Quick is going to appear on uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, really? Cool. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, that would yeah that would make sense if uh, Kid Flash is there. Right. And, you know, they were sort of a thing there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it looks like Chris Hemsworth might be busy as well. As if the, uh, yes. as if the Marvel movies isn't enough. He's taking on another, um, I guess, now currently owned Marvel franchise. Last I knew, I think it's Marvel still owned. Far as I know, yeah. Because it was part of Malibu, which is Malibu. Malibu got bought by Marvel. If you've ever heard us talk with um, Roland Mann over on Mighty Marvel Geeks, we've talked about it. Um, 
Hemsworth is apparently not satisfied getting getting all tied up with aliens in Thor Ragnarok, or as Thor himself. Now he is looking at uh, possibly taking on the role for a role in a new Men in Black movie from Sony. Is he going to play an alien? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, they're saying the first bit of plot details uh, says it takes place in London and centers around a new combination of characters that include a white character, a black woman, and an older man. <laughs> older man Interesting. Older man could still be Tommy Lee Jones. Mm-hmm. Not saying, but saying. Uh, the untitled Men in Black spinoff will not feature Will Smith or Tommy Lee Jones. Well, maybe I should have read a little bit further on that one. <laughs> um, but it, it could be, but it won't be. <laughs> but it it will expand on the world of the original trilogy. Okay, so the old man's going to be played by Michael Caine. Really? Michael Caine? Michael Caine? <laughs> He's in almost every other movie like this as the older British man at this point in time. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Um, <laughs> this will be a different project from the aborted 21 Jump Street franchise mashup called MIB 23, which Jonah Hill admitted last year was too complicated in terms of details. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Thank wow. God they didn't do it. Yeah, no kidding. So the new Men in Black is set to be directed by F. Gary Gray, uh, known for Straight Out Compton and The Fate of the Furious, and is being written by Matt Holliday and Art Markham, uh, Iron Man Transformers Last Night. Uh, original franchise producers Walter Parks and Laurie McDonald are back along with executive producer Steven Spielberg. Hmm. So. Interesting. The Men in Black reboot will arrive in theaters June 14th, 2019. Hmm. So, that's where we've got that. I'm not sure I'm ready for another Men in Black. (laughs) I never saw the first two, so. Oh, really? I saw the first two. I've seen all three. The third one was a, a twist that I never expected. And it, and it, which, one, which one was the third one? Where he goes back in time. Oh, yeah. And then there's right the here. whole thing at NASA. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and then, well, we can spoil this at this point, can't we? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's past the, uh, the time. <laughs> the, past the two weeks? Yeah, a little bit. Come to find out, Agent J has met Agent K in the past, back when his dad worked at NASA. Uh, that was very, yeah. and something happened to his dad, and selectively became, he ended up getting mind zapped by the neuralizer, and doesn't remember that his dad worked for NASA. Mm. So. Yeah, very interesting. Um, so yeah, Chris Hemsworth, Hemsworth at the at the helm, and uh, and then of course I'm seeing another story pop up. Marvel and Vans tease new sneaker collection. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> Promising. 
So, uh, speaking of Marvel, I just kind of work, happened to work into a nice segue. <laughs> well, even though this isn't Mighty Marvel Geeks, we have a nice little Marvel story. <laughs> uh, and that, hmm? Let us fill it home. Unfortunately, we cannot ignore the inevitable. Hey, drivers stop by for a visit. How nice. For so you, I'm sir, sure. anything. Oh, he's so nice. What a nice AI, oh, I guess. He, he, he has... He, he, trying to take over the world. He, he has <laughs> a dark side. Yes, but then he becomes a vision and everything's all hunky-dory. <laughs> Wrong show, Jarvis. Uh, I guess that was a spoiler. <laughs> anyway, so... Wrong show, Jarvis. Uh, <laughs> everyone, everyone, of course, is wondering what will be happening in regards to the uh, Fox uh, being bought by Disney and uh, what will happen to some of the Fox movies and things that they are doing in regards to the Marvel characters. <clears throat> But the Hollywood Reporter has several revelations in a new report that indicates that not only is the studio not slowing down on their Marvel properties, but they're developing more projects now than they ever have in the past. Uh, so there's a, a Doctor Doom movie uh, done by Noah Hawley that's supposed to be coming out. And now there's word that Fox will be developing a Silver Surfer standalone movie, which is being uh, which is being written. This is my favorite part by another. Uh, no, but, ooh, it's so much of my favorite part that it. So I excited! Lost, <laughs> my my tongue kind of messed up in my mouth. Uh, anyway, uh, written by none other than Eisner Award winning writer Brian K. Vaughn. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, a little bit. <laughs> now that that excites me. Brian K. Vaughn doing a Silver Surfer movie. I like that. I like that a lot. So there's also some uh, information on the countless X Men films that are in development. Uh, Fox is going to release two X Men movies this year. Uh, Deadpool 2 and uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix. That'll be interesting. Uh, And 3 in 2020 and 3 in 2019. Uh, And among those are X-Fool. X-Fool? What? (laughs) You've been drinking? (laughs) Apparently. I just made up a whole new character. (laughs) Excuse me. Uh, X-Fool is better. (laughs) I know, right? Uh, the <clears throat> movie directed by Drew Goddard, <clears throat> excuse me, jeez, uh, which begins shooting this October, and then the recently delayed New Mutants, uh, and uh, they report that the New Mutants delay is because of additional filming that is being prepped, which will add a new character. Ooh. Uh, no word on who the new character is. And then, of course, there's the long-in-development Gambit movie starring Channing Tatum. Yeah. I think we just heard uh, Kylan cringe. I'm sure Kylan will be uh, excited for this one. Yeah, no kidding. Um, 
which was supposed to be released on June 7, 2019, but I don't think that's going to happen. And then, and I missed this announcement, but apparently there's a new X-Men movie project coming from comic book writer Brian Michael Bendis and Deadpool director Tim Miller. Uh, uh, correction, which, former Marvel writer. Yeah. Uh, actually, I didn't say Marvel. I said comic book writer. Yeah, didn't say Marvel. But but he'll always be Marvel in my heart. <laughs> uh, and that is supposedly going to be a supernatural film that is said to focus on Kitty Pride. So I'm not exactly sure what that means. Uh-uh. But uh, in regards to the impending merger, Bendis says it does not affect his project in any way, shape, or form. And then there are four untitled Fox Marvel films on their schedule, including November 22nd, 2019, March 13th, 2020, June 26th, 2020, and October 2nd, 2020. And uh, what projects will take those dates is unknown. So an insider told The Hollywood Reporter that there has been zero slowdown uh, on that front given Disney, which... I think that was a typo, but uh, and fans should also prepare for the untitled Avengers 4 to potentially not address the X-Men at all in the event that the merger doesn't finalize by next year. Oh, I, I didn't know Comcast is counterbidding them. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that either. So uh, some interesting things still going on at Fox. Mm-hmm. Although everybody's probably like... Uh, in a in a state of concern that any of these could be dropped at any second. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's uh, <laughs> as I did hear that on the Sony front, their um, silver and black movie has might be delayed. So uh, a lot of crazy things going on because Sony is looking to get rid of Sony Pictures. Yes. Well, that's been floating around for a while. Yes. And Disney supposedly is one of the suitors for that, too. Well, now, Mm -hmm. they're wanting primarily the Marvel franchise back, which is Spider-Man. They could care less about the rest of it. Deadpool. Deadpool's Fox. That's right. Yeah, so some interesting uh, information there. An interesting... uh, I would love to see a Silver Surfer movie, especially written by Brian K. Vaughn. That Bendis announcement's very interesting. I can't believe I missed that somehow. Oh, you missed it. All right, mister. (laughs) You you heard it third here. (laughs) Yep. Um, Well, I didn't hear any of you guys bring it up. (laughs) Mr. Mighty Marvel Geeks. (laughs) If you've only known my week. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's right How, how's this for a, a meme I saw on Facebook it's great 911 what's your emergency I think I'm dying what's wrong are you injured where are you we're in the, the ancient temple of a dead god and this undead guy with a vampiric spear just dropped me to four hit points and we haven't rested in like five battles <laughs> wait <laughs> you're playing D&D this line is for emergencies this could be a TPK. Do you guys need a cleric? I'm free Fridays. 
could only imagine that was a real call. Chances are it was. We never have healers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, none of my friends ever wanted to be a healer. <laughs> I had a cleric fighter magic user back when that was a thing. <laughs> but I was neutral. <laughs> so it's like, I need to be healed. Well, I don't know. <laughs> What's in it for me? <laughs> well, we go from Marvel to uh, DC. This is from uh, so, com. So we, we uh, take a step down then? <laughs> Please keep your arms and legs inside the ride because this does have sudden drops. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it appears that Kristen Wake is in talks to play Cheetah in the Wonder Woman 2. That is weird. Yeah. The deadline said Wig is currently the front runner for the role. Of Cheetah and the Wonder Woman sequel, this news comes in the wake of reports that Emma Stone was eyed for the role but turned it down. That's kind of weird, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cheetah was introduced to the Wonder Woman comics in 1943 and has appeared in four incarnations over the past 75 years. Uh, it's been rumored that the Warner Brothers sequel will feature Barbara Ann Minerva um, incarnation, who's a British anthropologist who becomes the avatar of a cheetah god after mistakenly finding her way to the, into an ancient ritual. Dog's not happy about that. Uh-huh. It appears to confirm that speculation. That's, those are some odd choices to me. That's not who I would first think of. of. Yeah, I remember her from his bridesmaids. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I was going again. Why now? Why now? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, it's a strange... seems like a strange casting. Yeah. I know he's a little lighter for their stuff, but that seems a little too light. Well, yeah, my in question, the wrong place. My question is going to be, are they going to do a CGI overlay on her? Or, or actually, or, yeah, are they going to go like full prosthetic mm. and, and just animate the tail? That's a good question. Things that make you go, huh? Whoa. What? <laughs> uh, that's yeah. a really good question. I don't know. I don't even know when the. They have been, They didn't say in the article when the movie is going to be coming out. I don't think they have a. I don't know if they have a release date yet or not. I don't think so. I I thought it was supposed to be sometime in 2019, but I could be wrong. It might be Christmas or Thanksgiving, Christmas. So I just saw in another uh, uh, headline underneath that article that uh, Yandu was in Thor Ragnarok. I didn't even. I don't remember seeing him in it. He was? Yeah. Sounds like we need to pull no. up that story. No kidding. It's all you, Brett. Yeah. Oh, I guess it's fans who purchased the digital download of Thor Ragnarok this week were likely surprised to discover among the bonus features in the appearance is an appearance by a Michael Rooker as Yandu. Okay. 
and they may have uh, left some Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 watchers wondering how the heck he can be there since he supposedly died in the movie. Uh, but James um, explains what happened. As it turns out, the deleted scene was never intended to appear in the Thor sequel. According to Gunn, the sequence was a joke between Rooker and Ragnarok director Taika Waititi. As <laughs> it's, oh, it's, uh, it's Taika Waititi. That was close. <laughs> yeah, but the way you said it kind yeah, of sounded, sounded Yeah. <laughs> And as for why Rooker was on the set in his full Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 makeup and costume, um, I believe Rooker was at the lot shooting his bit for the Guardians Michigan Mission Breakout Ride Halloween version, and he stopped, stopped by the Thor set to goof around. Mm-hmm. Is that at Disney or at Universal? The Guardians of the Galaxy Ride? Disney. Uh, that would be Disney, yeah. I guess uh, the scene takes place after Hela is nearly taking control of Asgard. Sorry, I just realized I had my mute on. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout is California. Oh, okay. Uh, Disney World will be getting at Epcot um, the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster, which will be the longest indoor roller coaster. Oh, cool. Oh, and uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. The, 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 uh, there's that echo again. Yep. Adjust your buffer to uh, 512. Uh, so, the Wonder Woman... It is on 512. Is Wonder Woman sequel is supposedly coming out November 1st, 2019. Okay. okay. So we were close. Mm-hmm. Well, I got in the mail today, or email today, um... Hasbro has announced some new stuff coming. Uh, there's a Marvel Inf- Avengers Infinity War Legend Series six inch figure assortment that's coming uh, to tie in with Marvel Marvel's Avengers Infinity War. Um, it includes characters from the comic books such as Taskmaster and Songbird, as well as movie characters from. Infinity War and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Hmm. And then um, to continue on, because uh, then I get a further update, uh, the Infinity War six-inch figure assortment uh, will Hero Vision Iron Man AR experience, Hero Vision masks sold separately. I think we, t- we talked about this over on uh, Mighty Marvel Geeks. Um, characters will include Iron Man, Black Widow, Captain America, Thor, Gamora, Star-Lord, and more. Each figure includes one accessory and one Infinity Stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel Avengers Deluxe 6-inch for Infinity War will include... Um, each Infinity Stone is used as a um, power-up on the Hero Vision Iron Man experience. Uh, characters in this are Hulk, Hulkbuster, Rocket... Rocket Raccoon and Groot. Uh, each pack includes one accessory and one Infinity Stone. And then there's a Infinity War Iron Man vs. Thanos battle set. Uh, Marvel Avengers Mission Tech Iron Man figure. Uh, then there's 12-inch figures. Um, a Marvel Avengers Infinity War Nerf Assembler Gear Iron Man 
there's a new Assembler Gear Captain America Nerf Blaster, which is a new shield. A Star-Lord Blaster, a Hulk Blaster, uh, Iron Spider Blaster. Um, there's also the Stormbreaker Electronic Axe. So yes, he's not getting a new hammer, he's getting Stormbreaker. Mm -hmm. uh, the Avengers Infinity War Electronic Fist. This thing's going to be killer. Mm, yeah, I want that. Believe it or not, how much do you think it'll go for? Yeah, I mean, we've all seen it. Well, I know how much it goes for, but... Oh, do you now? Yes, I do. Retail. Because I believe I... Mm -hmm. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I can say retail price, nineteen ninety nine. Oh, that's not what I... Th what was I thinking of them? Never mind. <laughs> Don't know. Never. Oh, I know what I was thinking of, that Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, that's what this is. The, the They call it the Electronic Fist. It's the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh. But was, wasn't there where the big one was like 100 bucks or something like that? Uh, I'm not sure. There might have been. I thought like that really cool one. Anyway, I'd be happy to be wrong about that. <laughs> Any other thoughts? Because we still got some time if we wanted to go. I guess we don't. <laughs> I did, but now I can't remember what it was. Oh, speaking of Groot, James Gunn came out and said that the Groot oh, yeah. that we have now is totally different than the Groot from the original Guardians. Yeah. That Groot's dead, and Groot is different than that Groot. Yeah, the baby Groot is like his son or something. Yeah, or Which, clone. I don't know how I feel about that. A lot of people are doing that. Yeah. So, uh. um, without getting into rebels, I I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know where to go next. Uh, let's see. Oh, so I just saw a new thing about the season finale of Legends. Uh, not only is it going to have Constantine, but uh, Franz Drema is returning as Jax. Uh, and uh, Jonathan Sheck is, looks like he's coming back as Jonah Hex, maybe. <laughs> and the, sh the episode is going to be titled The Good, The Bad, and The Cuddly. <laughs> Not sure what to make of that. <laughs> right. The the good, the bad, and the cuddly? Yeah. Okay. Why do I sense a Teddy Ruxpin in this? <laughs> no, it, it'll probably be the, what was it? Bebo? Is that what it was? That yeah. blue bear they had? Yeah. Could that be my kind of comeback? <laughs> it could be. They seem to like to use it as cannon fodder. <laughs> Yeah. It does blow up real nice. Yeah. Well, before we start... Bad Afros, uh, pet? <laughs> Star Wars? What was that? Did you, is that Afro's pet in Star Wars? <laughs> what? Because she's got an exploding um, pet with her. No, no. That's not it, but... <laughs> she's got droids with her. No, but she also has, uh, in the last um, few issues, she's had... Uh, like this little blue animal that, that blows up. Oh, really? I'm behind yes. on my issues. I'm behind as well. I know, it's sad yeah. to say. 
But what? So about- thanks for that spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> so how about the Doctor Afra vintage figure? Yeah, it looks pretty good. I that like it. Looks great. It's and- cool that they made a figure out of her. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad she won the fans' choice. Yeah, it's nice that because uh, she could have just been a throwaway character, just you know, in for that first storyline, and that was it. Right. But you know, she has her own series, and well, when they used her in that first in in the first Vader series, um, you know, definitely became canon at that point. So yeah. so did Tagi, so did I mean, there's quite a few. Any, right. Any new character introduced in the in the comics is considered canon. Yeah, but she could have been that could have been it for the for her story, just that one arc and that's it. Yes. Uh, have you guys seen the uh the Ghost Must Ghostbust Ghostbusters? <laughs> the Ghostbusters game they're coming out with? No. Uh it's gonna be an AR game like Pokemon Go, but you're gonna be hunting ghosts instead. And you'll have like a proton pack um, shooter, and uh, you'll have a trap you can throw out and stuff. So it's going to be AR. Another. That could be fun. Yeah, it looks pretty interesting. Try it as we're all scrambling to find other stories. <laughs> okay. We know Toys R Us is closing a bunch of stores. About uh, this headline, Best Buy to close all 250 of its smaller mobile phone stores. Mobile phone stores? Yes. So they've got separate ones from the ones that are in the actual stores? Apparently so. Probably at, like, malls. Yeah. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and go with this story. Jackson the Green Rabbit's now part of official Star Wars canon. Um <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jackson's that leppy smuggler or green rabbit um, from the original series from the 80s, 70s and 80s under the Marvel license the first time. Um, but he only showed up in a handful of early issues. Well, is Jackson an official character of the in the ongoing Star Wars universe? Short answer, yep. Uh, when Marvel came back in 2015... Um, John Tyler Christopher came up with this cover. It was a great cover. It was (laughs) called the party cover. Um, There was... Jackson was put on one of the variant covers uh, for Star Wars number one as a wink to the hardcore fans who were aware of his his fighting alongside Han Solo. Uh, Jackson hasn't been seen or heard since. But that's about to change, according to... IDW CCO and Editor-in-Chief Chris Rael. Rael. Rael had this to say. And if you want to have the feeling of 80 Star Wars comics with your kids, our Star Wars Adventures is going to, feel, is going to feature an appearance by Jackson this spring. That's going to make it worth going out and getting that issue. <laughs> so I wonder if, this is, if Jackson's going to appear in that three-part story arc it starts with Free Comic Book Day that we talked about over on Wookiee Radio. Quite possibly. Um, of course, we know Jackson took a job from Solo uh, as part of the Star Hoppers of Aduba 3. Uh, Star Hoppers were a mercenary force given the job of defending 
the small village of Anakara, or Anakra, uh, after they were finished, the, um, the group was then forced to battle the behemoth from the world below. Uh, as a result, Jackson was able to obtain the money he needed to repair his ship. Um, and Jackson even got into some of Luke Skywalker adventures later on in that short run. It's not clear how he'll be utilized in the Star Wars Adventures comic series coming up this spring, but Easter is right around the corner and the series is for all ages. Jackson might become the green galactic Easter bunny for a few pages. (laughs) Either that or he might team up with his old pal Han for a new adventure, which I think is where we're going with this. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Me, personally, I'm glad to see Jackson back. And if the Star Wars Adventures is being considered canon, which apparently it is, that means we could potentially see him down the road in a regular Star Wars title. Quite possibly. Hey, who knows? Maybe he'll show up in one of the movies someday. (laughs) I, I I wouldn't mind him. Could you imagine if he showed up as a background character in Solo? That would make my day. <laughs> that would be funny, yeah. Just that, see him like walk by in the back of the screen. Oh, yeah, that would be hilarious. Or, or even, or even an up close cameo, just walking through. That would, that would, yeah, that would make my day. Uh-huh. I think Brett's just shaking his head, going, "Yeah, no." <laughs> <laughs> Enough. I have of, no idea what about. Enough of Mike and his crazy characters that he draw is drawn to. Speaking of uh, Star Wars, there's a uh, Rebels tie-in in uh, Doctor Afra. Yeah, Hera. Oh, really? I saw no, that. No kidding. I saw previews where Hera's involved. Yep. But we know mm-hmm. she doesn't die because they say she lives through to. Uh, well, Force of the Destiny has her at the Battle of Endor. Yeah. And Force of Destiny is supposed to be canon as well. So we know she makes it through to the end of uh end of that. Yeah, I was surprised to see her in the, the comic. Mm. Well I'm that- kinda of, kinda of glad in many ways we are seeing her in the comics. Yeah. They're so. gonna be canon. Well, they are canon, so. Um, yeah, I know we're I know we're stretching, because uh, honestly, we were supposed to have a guest. <laughs> Oops. And uh, yeah, I hope she wasn't thinking nine thirty her time. Oh yeah, I think so. I just saw a pop up on Twitter that uh, she's streaming right now, so I don't know what's going huh. on. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully she will get back to me in uh, messages. Should we go to her Twitch and go, sorry we, <laughs> sorry we missed you on the show? What <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got? Oh, she's playing uh, Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Is this game even worth it? A lot of people. I don't know. I've never played it. 
I've never played it either. It looks like another, it looks like a variation of Battlefront. To some extent. I know it's a first person shooter. Yeah, but it's like team team co-op play. Mm. Yeah, I think they have like healers and stuff like that where they have different, different abilities. Yeah. Oh, well. We're not mentioning this person's name yet, but looks like we got overshadowed for Overwatch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well. Um, we got overwatched. Yes. And here, never mind. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it was a simple mistake, which is fine. Because again, I, I, <sighs> this person is going to be fun to, I think, be fun to have on the show. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was just a simple mistake. Unlike someone else we've had, <laughs> no names mentioned. But it's okay mm-hmm. because even if we did mention names, they don't listen to the show anyway. Yeah, still a little bitter about that. <laughs> <laughs> really couldn't tell really <laughs> I think the stories of what I told you guys after we got off that night or got off the, the line that night um, I don't think you guys thought I was bitter then either <laughs> so yeah <laughs> yeah it was that was something else that's all I'm gonna say something else <laughs> Stories we could tell just podcasting. Mm. I mean, we, we, we've had we've had mix-ups. I was like, oh, sorry. Which uh, again, hoping that's what this is. Someone is this person just going, oh, sorry, forgot. Um, but I mean, we've had others where there snafus on on both ends. You know, I would forget to to. Uh, whatchamacallit, to follow up, and we never... So that's that's why we've tightened up our thing about following up with people and everything else. And there are times you feel bad, but there's other times, like, it, crap happens. Yeah, I found mm-hmm. So... But yeah, it's... Uh, ho- hopefully this person gets back to you, Brett. Mm-hmm. Sure they will. But watching their their Twitch feed, they're not doing much on on their camera either. <laughs> I want to keep uh, being a dead horse, so to speak. Nah, I think we're all right. Like I said, she's gonna be a fun guest once once we get her on. Mm-hmm. I mean, we already published putting her on the show tonight, which has to do with that retraction, right? But no big deal. No big deal at all. So, well, on that note, I guess. Any final thoughts? Besides, <laughs> we besides this thing out. Far. Besides, Overwatch is okay. Overwatch is for serious gamers, and I am not that. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I just read earlier that. Stan Lee is battling pneumonia. Oh no! <clears throat> so did, did hope, we? Uh, did did we mention mm-hmm. Stan Lee's battling pneumonia and Kevin Smith had a heart attack? I don't think we did. Okay. 
So I hope I hope uh, Stan gets better soon. Yes, that's a very big yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is one of those. I'm watching oh, watching this person play Overwatch. And I'm like, I'm impressed, but God, I can never. I don't think I could ever play this. <laughs> I I really don't don't think I could. So, anyway, well, if there's nothing else, let's let's kill let's kill the stretch and put ourselves out in the misery and just go ahead and end this week. <laughs> Until next week. Want to know more? <laughs> So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.